Welcome to Reading and Ranting, where we read obsessively and rant about life in our 20s. I'm Mia. And I'm Carly. And I'm Emily. Today is an exciting day because we have our first Reading and Ranting guest. It is my best friend from college, another UT Austin alum, and honorary sexpert Emily is joining our podcast today to talk all things female orgasm. But of course, we'll also be talking about all things books, and today we're focusing on Beach Read by Emily Henry, which is a non-romanticy book. Shocking for us. So let's get into it. All right, Mia, give us a little synopsis of Beach Read. All right. So for those who haven't read the books or need a little bit refresher because it's been a while, this is the book that turned me into an Emily Henry stan, like it finally broke my romanticy streak and now I've read two of her other books and I'm waiting to read some more and I'm just like in love with her but this is the one that really kindled my love and I'm about to tell you why so our main character Augustus Everett is an author of literary fiction and January Andrews our other main girly she writes best-selling romance fiction and so she's writing happily ever afters whereas he's killing off all of his characters But the only thing that they have in common is for the next three months, they are next door neighbors at beach houses on Lake Michigan. They're both broke and they're both trying to hit a deadline for um, their next books. And they end up making a bet that she or January challenges Gus to write a book with a happy ending. And Gus challenges January to write a book that doesn't have a happy ending. Um, And so... Basically, these two are rival college authors turned published authors turned now into a bet. Um, And we promise that two books will be written and no one will fall in love. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the whole basically challenge starts off with Gus being like, and make me one promise that you won't fall in love with me. And we're like, oh, where do we think this is going to go? But I will say Beach Read was my introduction to Emily Henry. So I was in my heavy romanticy era that I'm still in. But, you know, I was like, let me get a little palate cleanser. I think like for any fantasy readers out there, having a non-fantasy read after like bogging yourself down with all these like world buildings and different worlds and like fae, vampires, etc., it's actually really good to have a palate cleanser and you know I just think it makes then the next read that much better um and I did love how this is more it's like you know they're bookworms we're bookworms we're readers and they're obviously like authors and it has the enemies to lovers trope but again I think me and I need to create like a scale of enemies to lovers of like what like one to ten of what's like actually enemies to lovers versus like barely and you know I would say this definitely if one is like barely and ten is whoa they were actually enemies and they fucking hated each other I would say this is like a two (laughs) (laughs) yeah I it's a strong rivals to lovers like Mm -hmm. a slight like they I can't even say like hate to love so yeah, yeah we're gonna, each other. definitely not it's kind of honestly that he fell first but she fell harder which I mm-hmm. love that trope so yeah, yeah we love to see it yeah Emily when did you read a beach read and what did you think so I read this in July and I think this was also my first Emily Henry read and I definitely fell in love with her like writing style um I just like really like how her main characters are very relatable um and they just yeah you can just really see yourself as them and like um I loved how Gus also like he had mental 
um, health struggles. And I thought that that made him like even more like relatable for guys that don't talk about that as much. Yeah, I would definitely say the characters in this book um, and I believe across like all Emily Henry books, they're more relatable than like your typical book character. Um, I think especially being in like the romantic era where you're not really going to relate to the characters that much. They're like, oh my God, yeah, they're going through the same like struggles as I am, but also they're fighting. They're like 18 years old fighting this like war for like millions of people. Versus, like you said, like, January is just so dry, sense of humor, like, she copes with basically, like, the struggles of life with her humor, with, like, drinking, like, typical, you know, plights of, like, a late 20s, even early 20-year-old, 30s, someone, someone's life. And then, yeah, Gus as well, for, like, a man, you know, he also has, like, his own depression era I mean they're both just like the depressed isolated bookworm characters which like hashtag relatable yeah definitely and I think it like honestly characterizes both of them and then their relationships so well because it does feel so real that like it honestly kind of gives me the vibes of like oh they found each other at their lowest and then they were like working their way back up together which is like I feel like just really sweet and healthy and like they support each other but at the same time like they're also there like something Carly and I have said on the podcast before is like sometimes you just need the person that's going to sit with you in the dark and like mm-hmm. see those kind of dark parts of yourself and like not shy away from them and understand them and like still going to be there at the end of the day and that is like what Gus and January give me and I I love it so much yes exactly I like how they're both going through the same like motions of life and they're going through like the same struggle it just kind of looks different for both of them but they both have these like you know they both have these thoughts about what each other are but then when they actually get to know each other it's a lot different like January thinks Gus is super like stuck up she obviously thinks he's successful so automatically like rich and has this amazing life and then you know Gus thinks January is just like you know she is so confident and funny and like nothing can ever like make her feel bad or sway her and then they actually get to know each other and they're like well, deep down, we are both struggling. Um, we don't know where our life is going. So let's just like wallow in this together. Um, and a quote from this book that I really relate to, uh, I think this is January said this, is she said, every moment of every day, I was tripping backward while the rest of the world marched forward. And that really resonated with me because it is super overwhelming to be like, wow, everyone is moving on with their lives. And I'm the only one that is like stuck or even moving backwards. So I think when January and Gus, they like connect, they're both like, wow, we're at the same point of our lives, which is very refreshing considering everyone else around them is like moving on, you know, like not really going through the same struggles. So they basically like, you know, found each other and were able to kind of relate over that. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's also important that it's kind of like a second chance at love story, like both of them, which like we don't get like bogged down like with the details in the book, but like both of them are either like recently broken up with or recently separated from like their previous long-term relationships. Um, and so it's interesting to see that too, because it's like, oh, like they thought like that person was their forever person and then they're so perfect for each other. <laughs> I know. They really are perfect for each other. I feel like going back to um what you were talking about with like them being real people and like having struggles um I like to like they could be there for each other in like those hard times and a quote that I really liked was and other times we'd sit in silence not quite together but definitely not alone 
Um, and I really like that. And I resonate with that because I think it's really important to sit with someone else. You don't have to like even do anything, but just being there for someone is so important. And I love that. Yeah, definitely. I would say that too. Like, even though they both were going through the same struggles, I think they weren't like wallowing necessarily together. Like it'd be like one day January was having the worst day. So Gus would like show up for her and then like the other day, vice versa, um, which is very healthy and you know they were you know just getting through it together but they weren't like sitting there being like both their lives suck let's just drown this out and like get drunk it was like you know like it was like a you pick today I'll do tomorrow like let's like toss it up um and just you know help each other get through this period yeah 100% I think it's also really sweet to think that like when they found themselves like they also had to go through like all the vulnerability of like actually like, opening up to each other because like they knew each other but they never knew each other in this way like interested in each other romantically kind of um and so I, it's like Gus I think like either tells January like he's something along the lines of everyone's got shit January and sometimes thinking about someone else's is almost a relief um so basically like just like giving that like space to like actually like tell someone your problems and like letting them know that like you're gonna listen to them um because it can be so hard to like actually open up to somebody and like be vulnerable and like show them like why you're struggling and then like throughout the book you get these different like layers like peeled back from both of them um and so like that's really refreshing too because it's not this kind of like insta love like it really is Mm -hmm. like a kind of friends to lovers like they have to be there for each other like just like as people and like kind of like friends friends first honestly um and so I I think that that's also like healthy and cute I was gonna say there's definitely a growing attraction through the book and Emily Henry is really good at like writing that out I almost felt like at the beginning I didn't feel like Gus was like this you know really attractive male main character and then towards the end I was like oh my god he's really sexy not only physically but like mentally and with his words um so she really like draws that out for the readers as well um and yeah she's just a great writer I mean like I said at the beginning January is very dry she's sarcastic like I love her little quips in the book um like it's written um I believe it's written in the third person or is it in the first I think it's from January's point of view actually yeah I think it's January's point Um, of view but yeah like her like inner monologue is so funny um and it's just like you know I was like wow I can relate to her because she's almost as awkward as I am sometimes like yeah like the quote you know Mia we were talking about this earlier where she saw Gus around the corner for the first time at the beginning and she's like what did I do what would any person do when they haven't seen each other in like five to ten years they hide behind a bookshelf and I was like literally same because I will never be the person where I see someone from high school and I'm like oh my god hey it's been so long I'm like how can I avoid this social interaction at all costs so you know another relatability there yeah funny story earlier today I was shopping at the mall and I ran into my ex's brother's ex-girlfriend for the first time Mm, um in like over a year and that was a really cute little interaction um but then she said yeah I broke up with him and I I literally said oh sorry to hear that but I'm so happy for you and that was all (laughs) said and honestly that probably made her fucking day so that's like I mean that's a conversation you want to have but yeah I mean I'm the type of person where if I run into someone like Emily and I for example we have together ran into people from our college like left and right not necessarily people we're besties with but you know 
in the same circle and we're like I feel like we're always like do we approach or do we just make every effort to act as if we have not seen them there I genuinely I don't even think I make that big of an effort I'm just like there and that's it (laughs) if you want to say hi sure but I probably won't like not in a mean way I just genuinely like I don't know what I would say yes And like January literally encompasses this daily struggle with do I say hi or do I just continue on with my life? No, Um, she's so real. And there's like, there's another part of the book where she has to confront like an awkward part of her past and like what part of what she's struggling with, with um, running into another woman in town um, that she has an interesting background with. and that's like interesting too to like watch her grapple with it mm-hmm. basically like she shows up to this book club that she's been invited to that's like women in the small town also just like cute small town like of course the like owner of the one bookstore in town is like come to my book club January like we just mm-hmm. met but you're so cute you know January is like I show up with a bottle of wine like open the door walk into the living room where they're all seated and she sees this woman that she's like never actually been confronted with um, and she's literally like oh like I can't stay here <laughs> yeah she's like I'm gonna, go chug, I'm gonna go chug this bottle of wine in the bathroom you may or may not see me again um yeah no literally the social anxiety aspect of this book I'm like <laughs> wow been there um that's why I get drunk so I cannot be socially anxious um that's very healthy. yeah I know so healthy but no like it's just this book really it's relatable it pictures as you just said Emily it's not necessarily like the neither of these characters have like the healthiest coping mechanisms but it's just real it's raw um I also do like how I believe so Gus is a couple years years older than January but they're both I think like late 20s maybe early 30s um and I feel like I'm only 24, but sometimes I'm like, wow, I feel like a teenager. And I do like how in this book, even though they're adults, it's like they almost are acting at times like they're like in college, like like they're their college selves. Like January is like just like immature sometimes. And, you know, like like you said, with the woman that she hasn't confronted from her past, like she's not treating that maturely. Like she's like, how can I avoid this situation at all costs? And I do like in the books where, you know, even though they're technically adults, like she's like, I'm just a normal girl. You know, what's the saying these days that everyone says? They're like, I'm just just a a teenage 24 year old girl (laughs) living my life. (laughs) No, literally. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think it's funny, too, because it's like you get like the good and the bad with January, like her inner monologue really is so relatable. Like she like makes fun of herself. Like she's thinking like like literally her innermost thoughts are like bared to you as the reader. And it's just like so refreshing to see that Mm -hmm. because you're like, oh, you're actually like a real life woman. Like this is actually like how I think like these are the thoughts running through my head. Like, yeah, I would love to see a um, Gus perspective of this book um I think that'd be interesting but you know I do really like her as a narrator but I think Gus would also be funny they're very similar characters like they have a lot in common um but yeah this is like I read this book it's also very quick like compared to our normal like reads which are pretty lengthy thick girls like this one is not too hard to finish it's a light read I think as we said I feel like we all read it in summer months um so as the name says it's a pretty good beach read so even though it's like the dead of winter right now if you have any beach vacations coming up get this one out um but I do have other Emily Henry books on my TBR haven't gotten into them yet but I know Mia and I think you Emily as well have read a couple of her other novels yeah 
Um, so I read Book Lovers and Happy Place. Yeah, um, same. Those are the two that I've read as well. Yeah, I really liked Book Lovers as well. I feel like it was very similar to Beach Read because the characters were also like very real and they also like loved books. So it was just like very easy to just transition into that. I'm like, I live in this book. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty easy to put myself there. You're like, I'm around the corner. Yeah. You just can't see me. <laughs> um, and yeah, happy. Or you could talk about book lovers too. <laughs> yeah, no, I think book lovers for me was also like, they were very real. I think what's just so cute about her writing is like, she makes it these rom-com books, but then like, they're also really real um and so it's like like you said like you can just like throw yourself into the world and I found that across all three of her books that I've read but yeah book lovers was the same way I like really related to like the kind of like nervous type a oldest sister energy of the main character Nora in book lovers um but then yeah I also loved happy place I really have loved all three of these books for different reasons so if you're looking for an excuse to try an Emily Henry book you really can't go wrong Mm -hmm. what is there a certain book you know that you would suggest that you could read Emily Henry as like a book hangover like you know I suggested using this as a palate cleanser do you also agree with that or do you know are you more like oh like read all the Emily Henry books back to back like what's your vibe here yeah yeah. I don't know go ahead Emily I'm curious um I really like it as a palate cleanser I feel like Mm -hmm. I like you guys said before if I'm reading a lot of like really heavy like world books that are like just intense and take me like a while to like get through I need something that's going to be quick and like easy so like I don't have to think as hard almost like I feel like I really put a lot of brain power into like the romanticy books because I'm just like so like invested I'm like Mm -hmm. I know everything about these courts or whatever (laughs) I'm like I have done the research I am there yeah but back to the map exactly I'm like (laughs) all right I know exactly where this is (laughs) I've been there myself yeah (laughs) but no these I just feel like it's just it's calming it's like you can read it anywhere and just like I don't know it just feels like very relaxing like Mm -hmm. as a contrast yeah (laughs) very good comfort reads very yeah for sure Mm -hmm. amazing well I definitely will be getting to these other books at some point but yeah guys let us know if you would like a deep dive on book lovers happy place or any of her other books um emily henry is definitely a great author and i'm glad that i finally discovered a non-fantasy book that i actually was like excited to read this year all right well now time for our favorite section today's rant and we will be ranting about the female orgasm it's time to let our sexpert shine so emily please introduce yourself to our readers and ranters Hello, everyone. My name's Emily. Um, I am a student physical therapist, <laughs> and I am also a sex explorer. So <laughs> what that means is, um, so I'm like super science like, you know, I do my research. So I've been basically, I've always been very interested in sex, like ever since I was a little, not little, that's like, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> but like, Emily's since, like, let me take that back. <laughs> um, nobody, nobody knows that. Um, so like, maybe like in high school, I like start was like, okay, like, this is interesting. Like, you know, the people are doing this, you know, <laughs> my hormones are raging. Anyway, <laughs> so I've just like, I don't know, I've always been like, very interested in like, figuring out like, my own sexuality and just like what I liked and didn't like and like I don't know I've just always really enjoyed like finding that out about myself 
Mm-hmm. So, and also I want to say when I met Mia and found out she was like a token astrology girly and also a master in bed, I was like, you got to be my friend, Emily. <laughs> no, truly. This was like Carly's first words about Fenton where, oh my God, you guys would love each other. You're just going to talk about astrology and sex. And I was like, yeah, okay. yeah. Emily is a Gemini. If you guys need to know. I am a Gemini. Mm-hmm. Um, Moon Aries, the rising Sagittarius. <laughs> Slay. Yeah. But yeah, um, so a lot of those experiences were very, experiences in college were very jarring. (laughs) But I was just like, I was trying to figure out who I was and like, what I wanted in like my future. And I feel like I needed to really dig down and do the research so that I could find out like, my future, like what I want, like, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I thought it was very important. And I always have felt very empowered by sex and like, very confident, like about it um I don't know why I like didn't have a reason like nobody was like all right you got it like I didn't just got it I um I just you know you worked you worked hard you put in the hours yeah yeah like not like that but just like exploring myself you know like I did my own private research as well Mm -hmm. like it's so important as like a woman to like know I like love what I love this mindset like framing it like I did my research like to figure out what I want like because how are you gonna know unless Mm -hmm. you go out there and try things exactly no guy is take it into your own hands babes yeah yeah literally no guy's gonna come into your life and like figure it out for you like this is what you like like oh my god this has always worked with every other woman like no like you are a unique being and like you will figure it out yourself and tell them like mm-hmm. nobody's gonna be like this is the magic blah blah like one two step like <laughs> no it's not a fucking this dance. is the cha-cha slide and once you slide you're gonna come yeah but it's just it's not like that it's not you know like you have to take it into your own hands and just go for it you mm-hmm. know well that's a good segue into you know we want to talk about what girls need to know we'll also be talking about what guys need to know which is almost more important on like the back end of things but for the female orgasm like obviously it's the female orgasm so honestly no like what girls you know is the most important and I think what you said like you came in with so much confidence like you said from a young age you didn't have any reason to it's not like you were like groomed and someone was like yeah let me like teach you all about sex but like (laughs) Mia's like horrified by that I hope not yeah no, no but I'm, you I'm the eldest sister I didn't have an older sister one of this reminds me of um from euphoria where it's like Maddie knew she, who she was from a young age yeah I don't know yeah. why I just like I always knew that I was like into it I yeah. was just like here for it but yeah. like not in like a gross way and like uh, I am empowered by this and I feel confident and sexy yeah, yeah. exactly you weren't like over sexualizing yourself you were just no. like I like have fun like find and you enjoy pleasure yeah but because you are so experienced and because you did have this you know experience by being like I've always been empowered by it like I never really was like struggling and self-conscious which a lot of girls are and that's totally fine like everyone has their own individual experiences but first like I just think first and foremost that goes into like you just gotta breathe girl we gotta relax that like even just setting the scene Mm -hmm. you need to relax and whether that's whether you know that you have to have sex with guys that you're super comfortable with or even if you're like I don't really care I'll go home with someone from a bar and like get my bag but like I'm then kind of like you know clam up breathe Mm -hmm. let's breathe let's focus on the sensations yeah something that I've been talking about lately is like how important practicing mindfulness is like in 
not only just sex, like in your whole life, um, just because like, I feel like mental health and just like your own mind plays such a huge role in like getting there and just like feeling so like in touch with your own body. Um, so just, yeah, just like really breathing and like thinking about your five senses and like just imagining yourself. Like I like to do like imagery also. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm seeing myself like in this scene, like mm-hmm. <laughs> I've like from reading, like honestly is so helpful because we can like see it in our own heads. And like, Literally. I think that that really like described like sex scenes and like books, like it really just like puts me into that space. And I feel like a lot of the times, like during sex, you have to like put yourself in that space. Yes. 100%. I mean, literally, like books, smut books especially, are my <laughs> choice of porn. Um, and that's another thing. Like, women are not very as like visual creatures. And like, porn was really created like with men in mind. And there is like porn, technically, like a porn for women category, which is like dumb because it's like, no we're all gonna like the same shit maybe not like the obnoxious ones where it's like really over sexualizing woman but you know like you know go I have any suggestions for the girlies it's like find the amateur couples on like Pornhub or whatever because that's just more relatable it's like normal people having sex and usually it's like couples and it's more loving but it's still sexy but I really these days it's like a smut scene will get me off and I don't need I can just see it in my own head and Mia I think you need to like tell us the truth about something that just happened to you recently because that really goes into this yes still guys I have a confession to make um so Friday night I am having like a little self-date night having night into myself it's been a long week at work you know the vibes I'm like two glasses of wine in edible popped made myself pasta have had a great time and I'm like it's 8 p.m I've taken a shower time to jump in bed pull out my copy of A Court of Silver Flames and crack that baby open. When I tell you guys, I flip open the book, it opens automatically to the first scene where Cassie and Anessa are having sex. The page rips out. I have flipped to this page in this book so many times to masturbate that the page ripped and it like wasn't even like a little rip like it was already like loose and it just like like, a clean yeah like a clean rip and now I'm like do I I mean the book knew that's like a critical page yeah the the book knew what you wanted and it was like here by this point just take it out yeah yeah just keep it on the wall put it in your bedside one page yeah it was like you might as well just like the hot girl nightstand that we've talked about the vibrators the lube the condoms those crystals the passport like you might as well just keep that fucking page or that entire chapter in in the nightstand by this point I really should just like frame it like I'm Mm -hmm. (laughs) breaking out 100% girly I mean I want like put your hands on the headboard like tattooed on my fucking forehead like (laughs) um but yeah I mean but that also that goes to say with like and I want to emphasize this I'm not gonna scream it but I'm gonna emphasize it imagine me saying this in all caps you will not come with a guy until you have come with yourself and even if you have come with yourself and you have a boyfriend use a vibrator and masturbate and I want to say that again use a vibrator and masturbate because I just want to say like girls who are like oh I don't think I've ever come before it's like you're then not going to and but then let's say you're like 
oh, I have a boyfriend. Like, I don't need a vibrator. Yeah. Like, but also, I gotta admit, guys, I'm not gonna, like, obviously name names or, like, anything like that. And it's so normal and fair, too. But I know girls who have been in long-term relationships. And not only have they never come with themselves, they never come in their relationship. And, like, I don't know if maybe that's, like, a thing where, like, maybe some women, like, actually can't come. I don't believe that. I think most women can come. But I'm, like, girl you're not gonna figure it out with your boyfriend and by this point he probably thinks that if you've been together for this long he thinks that what he's doing is getting you off if you're like faking Mm -hmm. it so you need to learn what you want you need to go and do as emily said you got to bear down and do your research Mm -hmm. and then when you discover it just say hey babe actually i'm starting to have some new and you don't even have to admit it just be like Oh, like I think I'm just like my body's changing. I'm getting older. Blah blah blah. This isn't working for me anymore. Here's mm-hmm. what is. Yeah, and let's like, try something new. Let's try I something like this. new. I like this now. Like that's not getting me off anymore. Mm-hmm. Like bam, bam, bam. Ugh, and then your life will just be changed forever. Um, I just like I want to start like a GoFundMe so that all women have and have a vibrator and have yes. orgasms. <laughs> Wait, oh my god, that's so near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. I would love that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's like I have like five vibrators. Like, I probably could like share the love. I mean, obviously, no. not give my vibrators to other people, but like would gift one or two unused. <laughs> but you know, but I, yeah, I mean, that is literally like my like if I you know when like you go to a store and they're like, what charity do you want to donate to today? Like, we have multiple. I'm like, I want to donate to the like can girls bust a nut fucking charity. Um, yeah, I should start it. <laughs> it'll be it'll be called the reading and ranting GoFundMe sure. charity. But um, think, sorry. Um, but I think going like with that, like communication is huge, and like if you are figuring out what you like, like it's so important to be like to tell them and to like be so open with about it. Um, and just like even if like they're not getting it, like it's so easy to just like grab their hand and like move it mm-hmm. to like where you want, and it's like it's okay, like you know if they're embarrassed or like don't like that then like you know what they need a cup they need to grow a pair and yeah. like relax yeah. because it's not about them it's about you yeah. yeah and like it's so easy for guys to like come and like get mm-hmm. their bag from sex it's like they should be like oh my god it's so easy for me and it's not as easy for her if they like have a brain and know that it's not easy for girls to like no. orgasm mm-hmm. and it's just like okay they should be doing anything to get you off before they come and yeah. also a guy that can't take constructive criticism it's like you're not gonna be successful in the workplace then you're obviously not gonna be successful in bed <laughs> yeah and like the other thing with that too is it's like if you're having sex with a guy that makes you feel bad for asking something that is gonna bring you pleasure like like if they're uncomfortable with something like you've set a boundary like whatever whatever that's different but I like if you're saying like hey try this or like I need you to finger me or like I need you to go down on me or like I need you to give my boobs Mm -hmm. some love like you know whatever it might be if they're making you feel bad for that you they don't deserve to be having sex with you no Um, also on that note I was gonna say like I honestly I've been faced with one man that was like oh I don't like going down on girls but like that could not be the biggest ick for me like I don't think I have a larger ick than that yeah I don't think I have one it's just like honestly like I get it like if it's if you don't have a great experience with it whatever like Like, bad hygiene yeah sure I get it like get them to wash themselves but like (laughs) women like put dicks in their mouths and those things are fucking smelly and hairy and like if women have to do that you can go down and, and you know 
yeah but like also don't be shitty at it like only do it if you're gonna be good okay okay but also yeah. we're encouraging them to do it so <laughs> yeah you should be at it and then learn. okay then you get down there try and girlies it's on you to let them know there is absolutely no shame in talking about these things like obviously we've said it again and again like communication is key but also like you need to understand and like know that it's okay to talk about these things like whether it's with your girlfriends whether it's with a partner or just whoever person that you're having sex with it's worth it to talk about these things and it's important to talk about these things because if if you're not coming nothing is going to change unless you do and part of that is one like we said practicing and figuring out what you like for yourself having sex with yourself and making yourself come and also talking about it and being able to communicate that Mm -hmm. yeah definitely I think like my favorite thing to do is talk about this with like my girlfriends like this is like my favorite topic. I think it's so fun and funny and like you guys can give each other tips. Like it's not like that taboo anymore. I feel like we've gotten yeah, no. past that. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're reading these books, like you have things to talk about. Yeah, no, 100%. Like literally like me and I like specifically, like I remember we read Akatar. I was like, oh my God, that scene. So <laughs> fucking good. Um, but yeah, no, Emily and I like in college with our like friend group, we literally would like hang out at night and like talk about our recent like sex cabades and I'd be like okay so we were in this position and I'd they'd be like okay show me so we'd be like acting it out like role playing like I'd be like texting them in the group chat being like has anyone like done this like position or like given this whatever and they'd be like yeah yeah and I'd be like okay well how did you do this or like just like asking for advice and it was our favorite thing like if we knew we were about to get laid that night let's say we had like a formal and we were like okay yeah we're going with this guy like nine out of ten chance we're gonna get laid like we'd be like get into it girl like if you need anything let me know if you need condoms advice like a little pep talk like I'm here for you and never was like oh girl like don't get that bag like slut shaming no 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 like literally if you were going off at 2 a.m to go hook up with a guy I'd be like have fun girl get your bag let's make popcorn yeah yeah take appointment (laughs) take appointment 100 the last thing I think for what the girls need to know is that I think a lot of people also struggle with just like self-consciousness which like in this day and age what girl isn't self-conscious like there's just so much shit in the media that's telling us we need to look a certain way we need to act a certain way and like we're like what do guys want by this point but I think you have to turn your mindset from being self-conscious during sex to be like oh my god I'm so empowered I'm sexy and like this guy's literally getting off by like just looking at me so I found that like even if I'm kind of like going on a date maybe and I'm self-conscious and I'm like oh what if he's like not attracted to me but then the second you know there's like the tension and there's vibe and then if you're like hooking up later in the night I'm like I've forgotten all about that and I think that's what has made me have like a good sex life and has had good sex is because I'm like wow I am so sexy I'm like the even it's not true but you're like I am the hottest girl this guy's ever seen and he is, is true it is okay but it's like he's so lucky to even be like touching me right now and I just think you have to like change your mentality you know you have to change your mentality for a lot of things like mm-hmm if you're struggling with depression you have to kind of change it from like looking at the negative side to trying to like look at the positives of things same thing with this like if you're self-conscious when it comes to sex and get hooking up with people then just think about it in this way like just try to be like you know what I'm not gonna think about my insecurities I'm gonna think about like 
I love the way I look and this guy is literally looking at me or this person, whoever it is that you're with, like they literally like think I'm this, you're the only person they're hooking up with at that moment. You are the sexiest person in that room other than them. So just get your bag and trust me, like if you are acting so confident, they're going to be like, wow, that girl, that boy, whoever you are was so fucking hot. It goes such a long way, like confidence in the bedroom, like Mm -hmm. especially, I just feel like. I don't know. It just, they, it turns them on, turns you on. Like, Mm -hmm. it is so sexy to be confident. Yes. And even this is starting for what guys need to know if you're confident. And like, I mean, this also, I guess, comes with experience. But like, if we go into it, obviously, we're going to talk about this too. Like, I need to show you what I like because not all girls like the same thing. But if you go into it and you're like, I know how to get you off, baby, I'm like, "Ah," folded like a lawn chair. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> faints like <laughs> it's like the Victoria literally like era. Bridgerton era <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no I'm like literally I'm like oh I need to be taken away I'm feeling faint but okay yeah no no two girls are the same mm-hmm. like, but let's kick off what guides need to know um and I think that you know I mean that's an important point no two girls are the same yeah like Literally, it's not a one-size-fits-all. Like, your mm-hmm. mechanism of, like, going back and forth through your finger, like, ain't going to work with everyone. Like, each girl is so, so, so different. Everyone's bodies are made so differently. Like, you have to literally explore down in there and, like, ask. Like, literally ask for feedback at first because that's, like, how you're going to get better. You're, like, if she is telling you what you like, what she likes, then, like, you should be doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and the heavy on the everyone is different. Like, guys like um there's just like so many things and like that's what like sex should be like fun and interesting and engaging it shouldn't just be like a rinse and repeat thing Mm -hmm. like the partner Mm -hmm. that you're with like you guys should be learning each other's bodies and like what you like about each other and like getting pleasure from it like why do you think that we have sex with people yeah I mean I know even from talking to my friends that I like different things like sometimes a girl that I'm friends with will be like oh my god I love that and I'm like oh really it doesn't really like do that much for me but then I'll be like oh my god I love this and they're like oh no like that's not really for me so like I know from talking to my friends we're all different we all like different things I think even boys it's the same way Mm -hmm. some some of them want they're like if you even dare touch their balls they're like get away like it's so sensitive other ones they're like fucking like like like, yeah they're like they're like fucking punch them they're like (laughs) they're like I want to feel you down there I'm like okay so like you know for that like even like I gotta admit like I usually wait for direction from a guy for that so like you know you can wait for direction from like obviously do what you think is right but then if a girl is like you know as we said earlier she's like oh actually I like this change it up Mm -hmm. like change it up don't be scared um but first and foremost before we even get to all that stuff take your time Uh like sex needs to be patient and this is my favorite quote from like Mia but like it starts before you get to my vagina (laughs) it starts way before you get to my vagina it starts in my head like while we're on a date like you flirting and like making Mm -hmm. me feel sexy and making me feel interested like that's how far in advance it starts for women like seriously Mm -hmm. and if you're not if you're like you have to be so 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 patient like especially if you're trying to like make a girl come like it mm-hmm. is t- going to take time and like if I see that you've got like a schedule you're looking at your watch like yeah. I am not happy and I am not like in the happy place in my head again <laughs> it's quite literally not in the happy place by Emily Henry um yeah no like sometimes it just depends on the night like sometimes like I can get myself off 
in one second literally I'm like holding out like a man I'm like god don't do it yet I want to enjoy this time other times it takes me a while same thing with a guy sometimes it's like three four minutes you know other times it's like 10 minutes later I'm like all right oh get in there but keep it going (laughs) you're doing well like good job but yeah I mean it just takes time and it's not I feel like men it's just like a lot quicker so they don't really understand the like how it takes time but and like we said before like it's so mental for us so Mm -hmm. like if there's something that like takes my mind off of it for a second like sometimes I have to start over exactly even if you're like doing one stroke with your tongue or something and it feels amazing and then this and then you switch it and I'm like no oh my god yeah. I am literally literally I'm the worst yeah, yeah yeah I'm like I'm leaving and no like you have to like restart it's like okay and what and two, I, like, <laughs> why am I thinking of like the Hannah Burner like like episode or not episode like her like you know skit whatever from her comedy whatever's and she's like when you know when you're riding on top and you have a rhythm and then you lose it and then you have to like refund and so she's like okay and what and two, oh wait no 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 restart restart okay like, come get it with me like let's yeah. go <laughs> yeah. Hannah Murder is top of mind because I've been listening to Giggly Squad a lot recently but anyways yeah. I mean I just think it's like you can't, don't even think about like finding the clip before you've kissed my neck or like touched my thighs mm-hmm. thigh play is very underrated like I love when like a guy will like put his hand in my thigh one but two especially if it's like pre-hookup if it's like kind of like rubbing around at there dinner. at dinner just like you know drawing little like circles like oh my god like nothing gets me going like that and for example like I don't really like my neck being kissed and that's like something where you might be like oh my god as a guy like I thought all girls like yeah. that no I'm so ticklish on my neck if you kiss my neck I'll punch you in the face <laughs> meanwhile so, yeah. I'm like suck on that shit give me hickeys like yeah but like, like get up in there <laughs> Literally, I'm like, I am so ticklish. Like, I wish I liked it, but I'm like, oh, like, I- I'm just gonna punch you in the face because I'm like uncomfortable and it hurts because I'm so ticklish over there. No, there's literally so many erogenous zones that you need to be reaching before you should even look downstairs. Like, my downstairs. ears, like, literally, mm-hmm. there's so many places, your knees, like, mm-hmm. your sides, sides are huge. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, I mean, literally, we have to think about like, finishing like I think guys don't know how much of a mental war like mm-hmm. fucking finishing is for girls um and I'll just give an example like I and I still would consider this and I think we all would agree that you can still have good sex even if you don't come and I think especially like when I'm drunk there just ain't no way I'm gonna finish but I still can be like oh this feels good it's whiskey clit like yeah literally, it's yeah the same. exactly but I'm just like I know I'm not gonna come and like I remember even with my ex-boyfriend he'd be like I'm not gonna stop until and I'd be like Brie, it's just not gonna happen <laughs> like, I, I love that energy yeah so much, but, yeah like, no times where it's like I'm having a great time I don't have to yeah sometimes I'm like I'll forgive it okay like don't I'll worry babe it. don't worry but I didn't have good like good sex I just had never come with a guy but I never had an issue coming with myself like I have like known how to like get myself off from like as Emily said earlier, a young age. A young, before no, like a I, ripe age. Yeah, a ripe age. Before I even knew what I was doing, it was in my Percy Beth fan fiction era, okay? Yeah, I was going to say, like, I was probably 10, 11 in my fanfic yes, era. exactly. Which is but, so natural, like, and also, like, people don't talk about that. Like, me and all my friends, like, we've, like, openly admitted, like, yeah, like, when was the first time you masturbated? Like, it's a natural, like, inclination. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> but yeah, I felt very shamed about it, especially because I feel like my parents would, like, Loki knew because maybe I was like do I don't even know but they were like don't do that who knows yeah I don't know but 
anyways so I had like never come with a guy then literally I didn't come with a guy until my senior year of college which I know seems late but also there's thousands of girls millions of girls out there who are however age and they have still never come with a guy so it's very natural that's yeah exactly so yeah for sure and like it's just it's very like slow like you just have to like feel little things like just, I don't know. You have to feel everything like very intensely and like with purpose. I feel it's, like it's literally like climbing up like a tall like mountain and like sometimes mm-hmm. you kind of plateau and then you kind of like, like mentally get back into ass. it and then you're like shit, don't lose it. Yes, like, yes, you're literally. Okay, I explain that as a female orgasm to a guy and they're like, that is not what ours feels like. I think theirs literally feels like it's just like it's like a train and then all of a sudden the train goes really fast. Yeah, like it's like just like moving normally and then it's like boop. It's just like uh-huh. literally it's like a line like straight across versus like you said for us yeah. it's like up the mountain but then if you switch gears a little bit switch where then I like yeah. fall down a bit go back up and then it's like you're teetering you're teetering then you might like fall you're right a bit, there, you're like, and then you have to be no, like ah I'm almost at the top and then finally if you do get over the edge and you slide down you're like ah success. I'm literally like I'm taking my pickaxe like being like hold on <laughs> no I'm like I literally pulling myself yeah yeah no what's that movie it's like 120 hours or something where the guy like cuts his arm off to like get to safety I'm literally cutting my arm off to fucking get over this mountain I'm like it'll happen I am trying I am giving my all like boys don't even know like I literally I'm just a girl okay and I'm like sweating and trying to get to this point sometimes like I feel like for them like sometimes it leaks out and it's like oh that like I didn't even enjoy it like yeah, that just happened yeah <laughs> Like yeah. I like that has definitely happened. No, yeah, yeah, that happens to dudes, but like for yeah. girls, like like I said, sometimes if it's just me, it's like one minute in, I'm like, okay, let me like let this last a little bit longer. But I'm girls are not like, oh, I accidentally came. Like yeah. no, that's not happened no. at all. No, so no, never. Yeah. It literally takes on average, literally, guys, from a um on a study in the Journal of Sexual Medicine, it take women take an average of fourteen minutes during partnered sex to orgasm and an average of and an average of eight minutes during masturbation so like yeah like you're able to make yourself come faster rather like in Mm -hmm. it with a partner it's more difficult so it's gonna be more mental yeah like Mia it's kind of funny because when you started off that sentence with it takes I thought you were gonna say it takes a village and I was like (laughs) yeah it does All right, guys, we've hit Carly's two quotas of completely random connections to what we're (laughs) discussing. I mean, I think that's something that can help you even get to the finish line. And guys, another thing you need to know um, is just like talking. And I'm not even talking about like dirty talk during sex. It's like the foreplay. And like, I think that just goes with like, you know, just kind of like talking, complimenting her. That is so underrated. Like, I feel like I've had sex with guys and like obviously I know they're attracted to me because like we've had sex like you know but I'm like were they even that attracted to me they say oh you're so hot you look so good it's like you know am I just a body or am I like myself having sex with you and that is really important and that's like you know compliments saying me you know my name (laughs) (laughs) yeah call me my name call Call me by by my name call me by my name by Timothy Chalamet no call me good girl say you're doing so well for me just like literally say fucking anything and I'm gonna be like okay yeah that's that's good I mean don't don't start reciting like your to-do list but like (laughs) 
you know, like just say things that are going to make me feel good. Literally. And it's, it's so simple. Like, don't try and like get all up in your head of like trying to like have this like insane dirty talk. Literally like you're so sexy. That's so hot. Like you're so fucking hot. Like Mm -hmm. this feels amazing. God, this is amazing. Like, this is great. Like it just literally like things like that. And then like, you're like, literally like, this is so hot. Like, I want to make you come like shit like that like that goes so far you taste so good yeah, or you look so good like that mm-hmm. yeah yeah you or so like you look my... so good spread out like this I was about to say you look so good my cock inside <laughs> yeah facts. that's very romantic yeah romantic <laughs> yeah yeah but literally Emily said this earlier she was like wow I wish men would read these books because they really could take a page out of the book like Mia, you took a page out of Akasaf. Like they need that. You should be you should be gifting it to like your local men. <laughs> no, like actually, like you girlies on Book Talk that have your boyfriends and husbands and long-term partners reading Akatar, like please write in and let me know if your sex life got better. Like yeah, I need to know because mine was like post-breakup. So I just like didn't really get to have that experience. But I'm sure it would have been so good i mean emily yeah no (laughs) we have a person right here yeah true but has your boyfriend read them no no so like yeah okay so that's what i'm saying yeah yeah i read them like with my boyfriend like being next to me and i'd be like oh my god this is so lovely like i'm gonna touch you now you're like yeah you're like like, all right emily he'd be like literally emily you're getting horned up for the softcore porn book again and i won't have it so i'm like oh my god you're so lucky i'm reading this like I yeah you so should lucky. be so lucky yeah he's that probably I'm getting just like, horned up from the softcore porn. he's probably just like I'll give it to him that he's probably like tired like you know like the tiktok sound where he's like I'm tired of this grandpa he's like my dick like literally is about to fall off Emily like please yeah. but no me and I fully talked about that after we read iron flame both of us I feel like had we were like we have so much like sexual energy pent up that we both had like we hooked up with guys and then it just like didn't even scratch the edge we were like damn like, that sucks like, yeah damn. back to the books <laughs> back to square one uh, yeah um, i'm gonna yeah. stick to what i know i'm gonna go yeah. back to what the fuck i know Boy, literally no if me and i get boyfriends and we can get them to read these books we'll definitely report back to y'all but that's a tbd for now <laughs> that's a strong tbd it's a strong tbd but we'll we still have our experiences to go off of and for now we'll just be recommending um vibrators to you guys so if anyone out there works for like a vibrator company like love honey or like you know Adam and Eve, please reach out to me and I because we would love to, you know, work with you guys. <laughs> we'll, we'll put we'll in it. the work. We'll put yeah, in the we research. Will, we will yeah. put in the research. We will put in the work. Um, and I want to end on this for guys. Um, give the girl you're hooking up with as much attention as your fantasy football league. And I, you know, I just think that's important for you guys. And you know. Build that team, but do the research. research. I think that's our tagline for this episode. Do the research. Okay, guys, we had so much fun talking about this with you guys today. And as you heard, I am literally so into Akatar that my page from the smuttiest scene in A Court of Silver Flames was literally ripped out because it has been frequently visited so often. So... (laughs) In that spirit, we're going to be diving back into the world of Sarah J. Mass, our Lord and Savior, and talking everything A Court of Thorns and Roses next episode. And as you guys know, we're always looking for book recs. So if you have a suggestion, shoot us a DM on TikTok at Ranting Ranting Pod 
or email readingandrentingpod at gmail.com. Until next time, happy reading, besties. Bye.